0: Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. But hey, we are kicking off a brand new collection of talks today called Advent, and I just want to jump straight on it because I'm lingering a little bit here. Um, we don't have a Christmas trees up, though. I'm very sorry. Anyone saying Happy Christmas to each other yet? I think it's wrong to say Happy Christmas yet. Victoria was wanting the trees down here, but I said, hi, hell your horses there, sirs? I uh, just settled down. Uh, but it's not wrong to start talking about things of God um, in this season of Advent. And over the next few moments, um, today may be a slightly different message for me. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm going to read a little bit. Are we all good with that? Um, but I just felt it was good that... Um, joining with our, some of our friends from Church in the Move and having lots of conversations about this time of year, what it means. It's just to kind of set ourselves up. So this conversation this morning's gonna look like I'm gonna unpack a little bit about Advent and what it really means to the Christian faith, okay? And then we're gonna talk about the first conversation and first part of Advent, which is hope. It's gonna be broken over four weeks. So the next four weeks we're gonna be talking about Advent and Church. Are you excited about that? Yes, Happy days. We're all good. I see the Campbells are back out this give them we cheer. It feels like you've got the toughest sickness I've ever did see Graham Campbell, but anyway, we're all good. I mean, uh, um, sidetracking, I see a bird, settle. The history of Advent, let's talk about Advent. Christmas has long since gone commercial, hasn't it? When many people think of Advent, they think of plucking chocolates from an Advent calendar that counts down the days to Christmas. One day, I will get a rituals Advent calendar. That's my goal. I want the big one, I don't want the wee chibi one, I want the full hog, I want to get up every morning and go, what am I going to be graced with this morning, is it going to be a rituals candle? Ralph and I spent 45 minutes the other day in rituals, washing our hands, I mean, I just love that place. So if the Lord leads in your heart to spend a thousand pounds on a, I don't even know what much it is, I'm having a crack here, a rituals calendar, I'm all in. We have our amazing friends, marketing buddies at the good old Cadbury. Cadbury to thank for this, because they created the first chocolate advent calendar in 1958. Interesting fact, blew your mind away. However, the word advent actually comes from the Latin word adventus, which simply means arrival. For us as Christians, advent is the coming, the arrival of the presence of God himself, God with us. For hundreds of years, follower of Jesus, Followers of Jesus from a wide variety of church traditions around the world have set aside four weeks leading up to Christmas as a meaningful season of celebration and anticipation. Does this make sense? I might even send this out in a note this week. Imagine getting an email from Andy Gamble. You'll be blown away. He's all read that one. Andy sent an email, first time in his life. And that is what we're going to do each Sunday until Christmas. In celebration, we remember the old in Scripture who longed for the coming of their Messiah, to rescue them from the ravages of sin. Humanity called upon the name of the Lord, and God answered. He arrived living and breathing and walking among us. Advent is a way to experience their joy as we reflect each week leading up to Christmas on the true meaning of Advent and what it truly means to us and our faith. Advent is something that really happened, but Advent Advent will also happen again. Jesus is coming back. At his first coming, the future kingdom of God burst into the present with Jesus' incarnation, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. Because of what Jesus has done, sin and death have been disarmed, and we've been invited to walk in a new kind of life. Yet we know our world is not what it will be as we await the reign of our good king. In that way, this is a season of both celebration and anticipation. Are we all good? Advent allows us to be honest about what's what's wrong with our world, and to freely celebrate Christmas as good news. King Jesus has come, King Jesus will come again. For the next four weeks of Advent, leading up to Christmas, we will focus on a different theme of celebration and anticipation each week. Today, we're gonna look at hope, next week, peace, joy, and then love. In Revelation chapter three, verse 20, Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, and opens the door. I will come in to him and eat with him, and he with me. Encountering God is not only possible this Christmas season. Jesus said, it's a matter of opening the door. The question is not, will Jesus make room for me this Advent, for you this Advent? The question is, will will we, you, make room for Jesus this Advent? Because he is waiting on us. Today, we're going to look at our first, first theme, though, of Advent. We will draw from a text in Hebrews that I know may not be the usual Christmas text, but one certainly that highlights and drives the point, which is hope. To do that, we're going to turn to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, read 25 to 25, and the English standard version. This is what the Bible says. Let us hold fast the confession, say confession, of our hope, say hope, without wavering, for he who promised is. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Let us pray. God, we just thank you for Advent, We thank you for all it means to Christians all over the world. But God, this morning, we just want to ask God that you would just speak to us in Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen. Hope is a powerful thing. Yes? Christian hope, hope in Jesus, can be found in the presence of fear, it can be found in the presence of worry. It can be found in the presence of shame. It can be found in anything. Because our hope is not found in a situation, place, or thing. Our hope is found in a person, and his name is Jesus. Over the next few weeks, if we do nothing else, we want to point you to see more of Jesus. All good? But this morning, for this conversation, I've kind of done this. I put hope in three different ways. But to set ourselves up for Christmas, hope is specific. Yes, what do I mean by that? Hebrews 10, verse 23, look at what it says. Verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Notice the writer does not say, hold on to your hope. He says, hold on to the confession of your hope. The idea is that confession of who Jesus is, which is what the entire book of Hebrews has been about up until this point, it is our confession that speaks to our hope. It is about a specific Christ, the Christ who was born in a manger, who lived on earth as a person, who died and three days later rose again. The resurrected Jesus who has ascended into heaven and is sitting at the right hand of God right now. He will also come again. However, our culture has diluted Jesus to a common Jesus, one that we take when we want. The Jesus we follow and focus on, though, is a specific Jesus, one where our hope comes from. Jesus was and is raw. He's real. He rebels against culture. Following Jesus means following him in all areas of our life, not just the areas we are okay with. It causes us to give up things, surrender our flesh and desires to him. So before we get into Advent, before we get into this whole conversation, I just thought it was important for us to highlight the fact that Jesus is specific. Our faith and our confession is specific. It's not a generic thing. It is a very focused, Jesus is the center of the universe, center of our hope. But the truth is our culture has widened Jesus to the fact that it's cool to have a tattoo. It's cool to accept Jesus in some areas of our lives. But Hill's church, we're called to put Jesus in all areas of our lives. Yes, this is not just a take it off the shelf if we want it when it's doing a good thing. Uh, when I get sick, let's go to Jesus. When I need a, when I need a financial breakfast, let's go to Jesus. When I need a, it's in our, all our lives. Yes? It's in our purity. It's in what we do with our money. It's in what we do with our taxes. It's in what we do. And every single step of our life is about following Jesus the correct and honorable way. Have I highlighted that point enough? Moving on. Jesus, hope, Christian hope is certain. Point number two. I'm even doing points today, Nathan. Are you proud of me? Absolutely. You've got a mustache. Anyway. <laughs> Hebrews ten twenty three says this he who promised is faithful. Christian hope is not circumstantial. Christian hope is certain. I don't really need to say any more, but I better. Because you'd be wondering what I was doing all week. I can tell you if I know, but we're not going to go there. Christian hope is based on God's faithfulness, not our circumstances. Hebrews 11 speaks of the journey of faith as one filled with many ups and downs. It's unbelievable. Read Hebrews chapter 11 for yourself. Some received incredible miracles, others suffered untold loss. But all died knowing that God would deliver on what he had promised, and they lived accordingly. And unfortunately, God did, and God did deliver on what he had promised. Jesus eventually came. God was faithful, even though the fulfillment of his promise did not come in their lifetime. Listen, life will have its ups and downs. Yes, it's unknowns, and it's whatever Life is life, but our hope is not in our circumstances. Our hope is in God's faithfulness. Regardless of your circumstances today, God is faithful. People came to church today, you're listening to this message online for this one sentence. Regardless of what is going on around you, God's still faithful. Regardless of what situation you're in, God's still faithful. Hope is a good thing. Remind yourself today, regardless of what's going on around you, God is still faithful. He's going to come through. Hope in Jesus is certain. Hope in Jesus is communal. This is a short message today. You're all excited. What do I mean by that? I'm so glad you asked. Hebrews chapter 10 says this, in verse 24 and 25, the same text. And let us consider how to stir up one another, to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as it is a habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. It is interesting to me that the author of Hebrews so closely connects community with our holding fast the confession of our hope. This is not an accident, I believe. There will be times in life when your hope will not be best circumstances will line up against you it will seem as though God is not moving or working on your behalf at all anyone else and in those times you will need a community around you to encourage you to keep going do not quit your race as a Christian the worst place you can be is not in church You're all about going a crowd. It's all the big, big things at work. Shut up. People need to be in community. Oh, you're all about the crowd. You are right. I'm all about the crowd. Yeah, oh, you're all about, Absolutely, I want to see this building full. And I would love that we were doing two services on a Sunday and then having to employ the people that volunteer. Why? Because every person I know, I want them to go to heaven with me. But I want them to do community and walk in relationship with each other And God experience the things of God the worst place you can be is not in community but isolation is something very funny and very potent but it will kill you we need each other we need each other yes say this after me we need each other I need you you And you need me. That's very flippin' flattering, there, (laughs) Andy. Actually, I'm just having a bit of crack up here. Everyone was getting fallen asleep. Victoria, Victoria, you need me, and I know that. Like I mean, (laughs) we need each other, correct? Hope is communal. We need each other. It's unbelievable to think about this, but other people are great for me. We are great for each other. We were designed to live in in community. We need each other. There is something powerful about having others around you to lift you up when you want to quit, to have someone to say, keep going, when you feel as though you cannot go on. This is why... Being in church, ch- being in church, is not just about you or me. It's about the person that you're going to have coffee with after the service, as much as it is you. There's somebody here today that needs to talk to you today, and all you got to do is walk up to them and say, "You're looking powerful today. How are you, sir, ma'am, Mary?" if you're as bad as as names with me, I just don't even go sir, ma'am anymore. I just go hello and smile. That easy. If you get encouraged, you can encourage as well. So into someone's life today. Remember this Advent, we head into Christmas, reminded of the hope that comes with following Jesus. Advent, two weeks ago to me, was just a word that honestly I didn't really fully understand and to try and elaborate it on this morning, that's why I stuck to my notes Didn't when I go too far track or abstract, but the truth is when I said the word Advent, I just thought of an Advent calendar, but it's such a powerful time of the year. Yes. I mean, we all love a Good Isle Advent calendar. What's your favorite? Ralph will eat the 31 days or the whatever many days are in December. And one day, Judah will wait. What type of person are you? How many days is there in December? How do you? <laughs> so there's only 25 days in an Advent calendar. We need to relook this. Especially if someone, does this whole thing, I'll wait to January and get a, what do you call the thing I want again? It's a thing. The, the rituals advent calendar, i have the first one in five days of the year. I mean, smell good, whatever. Do you all go crazy in January with the shower gel? You ever notice that? You always use, you always use more. See, if this 10 minutes, it's to be like wee tiny bit. These are all laughing at me, but these are all the same. You're never more generous to Sherry, gel than the 30th of December or the 3rd of January. Come the 16th of March, it's a, <coughs> a bar of a of soap. You always get this random bottle of clarin. I always get this random bottle of clarin and gel, which is amazing, by the way. What are we talking about? <laughs> Advent. It's good crack to be a Christian, eh? Hey? Because we have hope. We can face all the things that's going on around us. Listen, life is what it is. And if you're not facing something today, it'll be something that's coming down the road. It's just the way it is. Challenges, ups and downs, and da 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 But we get to face it all with a hope. A hope that's not found in a circumstance or a situation or a thing. It's found in a person, and his name is Jesus. and. All I really wanted to do in these next few weeks is to kind of pinpoint and encourage you to stimulate your mind to start thinking about reading the Bible, about getting into the text. And when you go even to your, maybe next year we'll make our own Advent calendar. That'll be a good crack. (laughs) But when you go to your chocolate, the 25 days that I just found out about, literally, is that all there is? There isn't any more than that. Did not know that. I didn't know that because honestly, I just stole all the chocolates from the Advent calendars. I I, I do not have the discipline. I mean there we go, north of the theological battle. I mean you should be disciplined as a follower of Jesus. Hope is specific. I mean, just don't eat them all. I mean, just eat the one. Um but 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 when you go to your stupid advent calendar or the pound or whatever it is or uh, like or when you get up this morning, when you get up tomorrow morning, would you would you would you try and pause yourself and come back to this word advent and remind yourself what it actually really means? It's not just about a crack. It's about an eternity. It's about about worshiping our God, our King. It's about it's about coming to Christmas and remembering that Jesus uh, was born. He, he came to planet Earth. He, he was born. He lived among us. He, he was like you and me. It was it was just to see him. It wasn't perfect. He didn't it all stuff together. But he came that you and I could not only have a purposeful life on Earth, but we could also have eternity as well. This is such a powerful time of the year. We we're going to wait to start this collection of talks next week, but I just felt impressed by the Lord this week. We've got to start talking about it now because hope is a powerful thing. And as we close and the band's going to come up and join us, this is what Christian hope is. Hope in Jesus can be found in the presence of fear. It can be found in the presence of worry. It can be found in the presence of shame, in the presence of guilt, in the presence of doubt. It can be found in just about anything. As a matter of fact, Christian hope can be found in every single thing. Because our hope is not found in a situation, a place, or a thing. Our hope is found in a person, and his name is Jesus. You get hope this Advent, because what he has done, and what he is going to continue to do. Christian hope is specific. It is rooted in the person of Jesus. Christian hope is certain. It's rooted in the promise of the Father. Christian hope is communal it's rooted in the community of the church so stand with me as we pray God we thank you today for hope that is found in you we thank you God that your hope is specific that your hope is certain that your hope is communal and I pray God just right now in this moment God that you would inspire a little bit of hope in someone maybe God even if it's only a person but God I, dare, I I pray God in us all today give us hope are you feeling hopeful right now Regardless in the situations in your life, the scenario that you're facing, the uncertainties, the unsureness, the doubt, the lack, the shame, whatever it may be, there is still hope for you. So God, we thank you for that today. We thank you, God, that regardless of what's going on around us, there is still hope regardless in the face of the, the, the situation we're facing there's still hope regardless in the unknown there's still hope regardless and whatever it may be and oh god i pray god that if any of us have forgotten about your goodness this is be a reminder today god that advent is about you but today god we focus in fact that it's about hope in jesus name and we all said amen hey thanks again for checking out the hills church podcast Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hey, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11am at the Waterside Theatre and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?